Liar, liar. America's on fire. You say the noose reaches farther than the razor wire. Ask me, daughter, why am I sad? Because you've been out all night. You said those protests were rad. You want me to change, although I've bled before? Why do you shame me? I'm the one who knows war. Why must you hurt me? They teach you it's true? Listen here, little girl. Can't you see I love you? Make a little effort. Try to be true. I'll be happy if you see we need the blue. Liar, liar. America's on fire. Our history's in question. Our foundation on trial. If you keep telling me those nasty lies, tearing down facts, refusing to try, there'll come a day where it will be gone. Take my advice. It may not be too long. Freedom is destroyed by Marxist rants. It feels free of you until you're forced to obey the commands. In spite of your anger, I still love you so. We must sit down and talk away from the show. Liar, liar. America's on fire. War is not the solution that you think you desire. Welcome to the Frog Logic Podcast. Um, I'm your host, David Rutt Rutherford, and it's been a little time since I've done one of these on my own uh, because when all this really started to kind of shift around and, and get all crazy on us, I wanted to make sure that uh, I gained some additional points of view, that I did some research, that I tried to find as much uh, credible information as I could in order to continue on with the way that I have been approaching life for, geez, a long time now, really trying to understand uh, the human condition and what really enables us to either succeed or to miserably fail. That's what I, 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 I'm trying to understand. And I'm trying to understand how this especially happens in extreme environments. Now, although I've, I've dipped my toes in a few extreme environments over the world, I certainly don't have an all-conclusive understanding of, of what those environments look like or, or, or where they're most relevant and happen most frequently. But what I can tell you is what I have seen and some of the harshest conditions that we can see and face as human beings, in particular in hospitals or the ERs, both in New York City and San Antonio, uh, you know, uh, traveling all over Southeast Asia, my first deployment and second deployment uh, to Afghanistan and Kuwait and some other places. And then every deployment after that as a contractor, Man, I've seen a few things, and I've really seen some incredible things that really uh, human beings can do, and that they can do to each other. 
And I think that's where I'm trying to approach these shows now because I went and I first started out and I interviewed uh, Nick Irving, man, and God, that dude, Nick, brother, you are a wonderful, amazing human being. Um, man, your energy is incredible. The vibe you put off is amazing and you really have served your country in incredible ways and continue to do so now, so thank you again. Man, I, I had a Brad W. on, a New Jersey law enforcement guy who's been on special victims units, been in SWAT, been on narcotics units, has seen the worst scourge of humanity here at home uh, and had some trouble and had to get some help and how he got that help to do it, you know, had a recovery from uh, what I then learned. Uh, after that, I, I interviewed um, a couple fellas that are in charge of the FBI Academy Association's uh, resiliency program, uh, two former police officers with some 60 years of experience on the force between them, uh, both in Atlantic City as well as out in Wisconsin. And man, these guys are out there again trying to put into place major uh, changes that enhance police officers' ability to um, do the right thing, which in 60 million contacts uh, around the year, uh, if we have um, a thousand people that are are either uh, deserved of a of a um, a gunshot and and being killed by a police officer or 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 not, man, in terms of the the statistics and numbers in this country, I'd say we're doing pretty good, man, and. Um, you know, so trying to understand that, but also trying to understand uh, some of the things I'm, I'm watching on TV and from friends of mine that I've met over the years at both professional athletes and, and um, you, you know, other individuals that I know that are, are minorities and really trying to understand from them this sensation of racism. And then even read, you know, kept up with a lot of the stuff that's coming out of the 1619 project, and and uh, some and absolutely the stuff that Black Lives Matter is putting out, uh, and some of these other ones. Obviously, my brother uh, uh, is a big LGBT uh, supporter and and advocate, and I've been watching what he's been putting out there too, uh, from the trans community, gay community, and trans gay community, African trans gay 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 community and, and watching what they're doing and what they're putting out. And man, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm watching all the pundits. I'm listening to all the shows. In fact, I just listened to this one, uh, Sam Hale Harris's, uh, um, latest show and, uh, one of his latest, uh, on the brink. And although there's a lot, I don't agree with Sam Harris. Um, I certainly love his passion for debate and for intellectual conversation. Um, and this, this podcast was probably one of the, one of the most important podcasts that I've heard in, in a long, long time. And, and I think everybody really needs to be able to, uh, go check that out, honestly. And it doesn't matter what side of this on, it's a great starting point to start to realize that if we don't start reeling this back in, then you know what? America, uh, will continue on fire in even ways that we can't even imagine that we haven't seen in, in long, long periods of time. But guess what? Uh, just because we have the internet 
doesn't mean we don't know how to destroy each other as human beings. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, we're coming from uh, the last century, which was the most dangerous century in human history. Uh, more human beings were annihilated during the uh, 20th century than any other time in history. And it's, uh, you know, you would think that with all our technological uh, evolution or the advancement in philosophy and psychology, our banking systems, greater opportunities all over the uh, country for people, uh, um, just a, a real uh, a greater access to education on, on never before seen periods in time. And even with all these great advancements, man, uh, there was still a hell of a lot of uh, killing going on. So coming from this whole thing right now, man, I, I feel like we're almost in some kind of bizarre uh, children's story, you know, that morphs over time, that uh, goes into this space where you, you know, you, you rem it, in like 300 years, they'll be telling this kid's story, this kid's rhyme or riddle, or even a, like one of those pop-up uh, pop-up books. And, and by the way, I have great idea that I've been working on for several years of a great pop-up scratch and sniff book. That was hilarious, but that's the, I digress. So when you start to really begin to explore, uh, you know, whether or not intelligence correlates to our ability to annihilate each other and which usually takes precedence, uh, we're coming off a rough century, everyone. And I know you want to get up there and start screaming at another person right now or your former college roommate's uh, uh, brother on Facebook tearing them down or perhaps it's your, it's your, um, you know, it's your high school teacher's uh, uh, great uncle that's hammering you and you want to just tear them down too. Uh, whatever it might be that's building up inside of you, that's making you want to scream and and keep this fire burning, man, this show is really, uh, uh, my, my mission in this is to hopefully get you to do that, to just maybe, if you don't want to put the fire out, then maybe, well, let's just take away some of the fuel. And so, uh, and, and I think the way we have to do this is, I mean, some, some people in our immediate spheres of influence because that's what really matters our, our close proximal relationships right those are the things that fuel us every day in our lives those are the things that really nurture our purpose our greater purpose in life are these relationships right here so these are the people we want to we want to make sure that we're having these conversations with and we're and and the by the way we do that is we have to establish some ground rules because i'm telling you and, I, and I'm going to repeat this over and over out throughout this whole show. I'm telling you, you, the, the, the pen, I'm telling you, the pen is, is much mightier than the gun. Although it seems like wielding that type of power, man, is, is, is really the kind of the fundamental nature of men in particular. Uh, but I also, I'm kind of a positive guy. I like to take a step back and say, yeah, but look at in between these, these really horrible times, what we've been able to achieve. Or better yet, look at what's come out of this insanely destructive period of time. And let's, let's, 
let's focus on that. Right? Let's take the fuel out of this this desire to want to go to blows with each other, to want to uh, kill each other, to want to maybe put each other back in chains, both, you know, figuratively and perhaps literally. Some of those involved in this whole thing are, are some hardcore Marxists out there. And that's a tough thing to wrap your mind around. It's a tough thing for maybe you to wrap your mind around, you know, what's really going on right now. How much information is being spewed into your, into your cell phone or into your computer, on your television, in your podcast. How much stuff is getting to you that's been jaded, that's been twisted, that's been conformed to fit a particular non-reality. Because that's what it seems like to me. It seems like, man, everybody is running off this really disturbed sense of reality. When, when, when Abraham Lincoln is in danger of being pulled down as, as one of the most defining human beings in human history, especially in modern Western Judeo-Christian imperial colonial history, whatever you want to describe it as. I call it our history. That cat changed the world. And he died doing it, man. Today, we, we were finishing up that great podcast, my uh, John and I, my fiance, and we're, in, we're, we're sitting there and we're, we're talking and we're listening and we start talking about this. And, and she you know, stops and looks at me and goes, I, how can that, you know, how can stuff like that be? How can we want to, how can we get it so flipped upside down, so backwards that we lose the context of all the truth, the reality, and it just morphs into this fairy tale or nightmare, depending upon which one you're selling, which side of this whole thing you're on. Because I certainly am feeling like, man, those I'm, I'm getting to the place where I'm feeling this middle line is awfully scarce. I don't see a lot of other, other compadres out there working hard to try and bring, you know, clear out some space so we can sit down and at least have a discussion on what's real and what's not by conceding to these ideas. Of one another. Concede. I concede that's true. Absolutely. All right. This fact, this fact, this fact that's been brought in by this people or this person, this person, this person, I'm presenting this. Will you concede these facts? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right. Sweat. How many con concessions have you done? I'm about, uh, I'm about 50 in. How many are you in? I'm about two in. Whoa, 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 whoa. And, and, I mean, we're not even getting to that point right now. I mean, it's just an all-out war on one. Well, it's not an all-out war. I, I apologize for all my compadres who've been to war, know what all-out war is like. It's not, I shouldn't use those, those phrases loosely when I'm talking about America on fire. So, is America really on fire? And let me just back up, though, a little bit. So I talked about how, in the beginning of this rant, 
right? I, you know, I've, I've really been focused on really understanding the human condition. Uh, what, what are the things that give us the greatest probability of success and what are the things that ultimately cause failure the most in individuals and teams? And luckily, I've been a part of some of the best teams and part of the, some of the worst teams. And some of the be- uh, worst are within the best and best within the worst. Um, I think that's just kind of the nature of the human condition. We can't help ourselves from sin. Can't do it, man. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm, I keep searching. I keep looking for that one, maybe a community, maybe that uh, one group or tribe or, or whatever that, that didn't have some pretty extreme sin attached to it. Now, maybe I'm, I'm a little bit naive as to the magnitude of history and it's, it's, uh, 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 it's probability, but I'm still going to hold out on this one. Because as I go back and I'm, I'm looking in on all these arguments, right? Right. Is the pandemic real? Is it real? Well, I certainly know uh, uh, over 100,000 people have, have died from this. And certainly it's very within, very possibly within the realm that it could be another 100,000 in the next six to nine months, or maybe another 300,000, depending on if this thing morphs or changes or increases once it combines with some super flu strain next year in the fall. Hell yeah, man, that's a probability. Is it also a probability that, um, you know, this could be, a state-sponsored, you know, way to decimate us in the world, throw us into chaos. Um, it's a secret plot uh, by the uh, uh, deep state Illuminati, uh, or is it a, a series of things, or is it, you know, maybe it's a, just a combination of everybody in the world really being at their worst right now, in particular you know, the president of the United States just all out wanting to destroy the world. Um, uh, yeah, something in between there, maybe. Or, or is, it, is it what the numbers are showing us? Now, obviously, we're improving tests and really doing those a bunch. And so what are we seeing? We're seeing positive cases go way up. Um, I also think, I, uh, you know, this is not a necessity of opening too soon. None of the graphs show that, but uh, certainly it's a, it's a uh, part of it opening too soon, I would say, for sure. You kids want to go out and party, man. You've cooped them up for 90 straight days. So, you know, there's just so much, uh, so many memes one person can read and send back and forth. Man, they want to go out and get it, you know, have some fun. And they did, and then... Unfortunately, we experienced one of the greatest tragedies ever witnessed in American history on video, which was the death of George Floyd and everybody's just complete and utter disbelief at, at Derek Chauvin's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what kind of psychosis it is, psychology behind it. I mean, certainly it's not healthy, so, and it's outright murderous. So um, with that, those things combined and no one going back to school or work. 
and the floodgates went on right after you know father's day and labor day or what was it memorial day and uh boom we're spiking through through the roof florida texas all these very strategic states uh i was winking if on the radio so uh on the microphone on the internet sorry and perhaps it was because there was hundreds of thousands if not millions of peoples in the street protesting on George Floyd's behalf that initiated a resurgence and spread of this and now all of a sudden that's why it's going on in particular Los Angeles major protests there and Minneapolis uh, Washington all a lot of places are, are beginning to spike again so you know those are probably something uh, half are correlated I would I would stipulate to both sides on that you know um uh, I'd also uh, like to look at the number and, you know, we've got these massive rises going. I'd also, you know, took a little look at the death numbers, too. And death cases aren't aren't uh, aren't up. And uh, so, you know, that's a good thing, right? Who yeah, that means more people are getting tested. So we're seeing more people have it. But most of those people are making it through. They're not getting super sick. That's awesome, man. Phenomenal. And then what also that means, if if the numbers are are spreading out even more and you take population and people who've been had it and those who've gotten really sick and who passed away from it, and God bless all of them. And if you're out there and you're a family member, man, I love you. I hope you're okay. I hope you realize, you know, we're all sorry and that, man, this sucks. This sucks. And we're sorry. But it also means that, man, a lot of other people aren't dying. You know, young people, young kids, especially young kids. Let me say that again. How incom... I don't even know what's the proper word for it. How I, I can't even compute the magnitude of positivity that our young children are not dying right now. How incredible is that? I mean, it's, it's magnificent. Imagine if instead of, of, you know, people with significant uh, pre-existing health conditions, people that, that uh, you know, uh, were in high-risk categories at this attack, in particular in nursing homes. Many nursing homes have been devastated by this. And I'm sorry for their pain and suffering, but the children did not die. And young people have not been dying. And people around my age are not. I'm sorry. That seems to appear that African Americans are taking a, a bigger hit. And God, man, we need to make sure we protect those communities. We need to get in there and we need to help. We need to get, get better food. We need to get, if they're hungry and their immune systems are low or whatever we can do to increase their immune systems. Right, because this is uh, we're seeing vitamin D is this massive thing, massive thing in this. So, man, let let's get out there and start providing that health care right on the streets, um, with all these you know hundreds of millions of dollars that all these stars have been raising, and 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 all these you know major philanthropic organizations have been raised. Let's get these to the kids or in these inner cities, and and let's start you know improving their health. That'd be massive. Because one thing I know is true, everybody's mental health is a little, a little shaky right now. 
I know mine has been. Well, and if you know me real well, you say, it, it's always been rut. Um, but, man, think about it. Think about it. Uh, just had a, a, a friend uh, I've known for a long time, struggled for a long time, but I think he had a good heart. You know, I just, and he's, and he's one of my closest friends, best friends. Um, and I talked to him yesterday and I'm like, what do you think, man? And he'd struggled for a long time with some substance abuse and things, but, um, but I, I you know, he lost his job right when all this started. Uh, he's, he's been in a, a real horrible situation with his ex-wife and his kids and kind of out of their lives, kind of isolated abuse and addiction were probably running rampant and then it just wore him out he was found dead a couple days ago family member found him after two days just lying in bed dead makes you wonder man was it everything that prior in his life had had just been beating him down long enough and that he he couldn't get away from that or, or maybe it was also a combination of, of, of his own choices, the life choices he was making that are really detrimental to us. Those life choices that really impede our health, our function, our ability to think clearly and see life as it, as it, as it can be for all. Man, that'd be beautiful. Because that's what we need to start focusing on on all this stuff right now. Because, man, when everything's so hot and everything's on fire, what does that do? It burns us inside. It burns our minds. It burns our wits. It burns our ability to uh, stay calm, to find peace, to search for real meaning and purpose in life. And I'm here to tell you, when your purpose is war, it's rough. It leaves a mark. So be conscientious of your mental health in these times. Most especially, we should be conscientious of our children's mental health. And we should do everything humanly possible to get them back to school, to have them interact and to grow and to expose themselves and build up their immunities and, and play and laugh and learn and improve and join in on the American dream, which is this beautiful educational process, which leads us into this incredible opportunities. And we had a economy that was cooking with gas and everybody employment was down and everybody minorities employment was up and we were cooking and things were good and there was opportunity in the air and mental health and and crime was down and violent crime was down and and up you know uh, uh we were gaining footholds and trade deals with our biggest threat in the world man things were, were good and the mental health was good Unless it wasn't, unless your mental health was already bruised or hurt. Unless your me mental health had already been beaten up or battered or crushed or kicked. You felt depressed your whole life. You've been treated unfairly. 
I would imagine that if you felt that from day one, your mental health is probably pretty banged up too. Your sense of self, right? Who you are, what you are, what opportunities really exist, which ones don't. Whether you always felt as if everybody around you who outnumbered you thought badly of you. Because that's what you learned was the reality of things. That's what you were taught. That's what you've experienced. You felt the hatred of other human beings. And I felt that hatred before. Quite frankly, I allowed myself to hate my enemy as well, too. And I'll tell you what it did to my mental health. It messed me up. To hate somebody else. To want to seek revenge. To want to make them pay. Their families pay. Their tribe pay. To what they did to my brothers and sisters here. Man, yeah, heavy. So if you've been in that space, man, I bet you're pretty fired up. I bet you first and foremost, you were scared to hell. You were scared you could die like the rest of us. You were scared if that thing was coming. If you were like me, you got all your kit out, laid all your guns out, got all your prepper stuff ready, got your go bug out thing all lined up, ready to go just pop on a vehicle and, and you're out to some undesignated Latin long in the middle of nowhere. Man, if you felt that, and you're normal, I guess. We're all the same. That's some. That's right. Yeah. We all felt that. But then, man, maybe you lost your job first. Maybe you lost your job and, you know, your boss didn't lose his job or her job. Or maybe your neighbor didn't lose theirs and they worked some other place. Uh, I don't know, man just felt angry that you were getting hammered for what for nothing and then they weren't letting you go to churches then they weren't letting you go work out in your gym you know they locked you down it sucks to be locked down but and it happened George Floyd died. Excuse me, George Floyd died. And for eight minutes and 46 seconds, we all watched one of the most horrific videos we've ever seen in our lives. Now, I've seen a lot of horrific things in my life, and that was up there. And the injustice in it, the inhumanity of it. And you know what? We do a lot of bad things in our lives. We get caught and we keep doing things over and over and over again. And we're sinful, right? It's hard. It's hard not to be a sinner. But what we wanted to do now is we wanted to bring up 
all sin, old sin, new sin, every sin, every sin we've ever had. You know, and I thought it was initially a good idea. I think we do need to have a new talk. I think we do need to evaluate why we can't change some of these things. We need to evaluate who's done what for who, for how long or for how little. Really look at the data, the facts, the facts of how many people are killed by the cops. What color are they? What the cops do every day. And if the cops weren't there, what would happen? What does happen? What have we seen happen before in history? Because it's all there. We always see that there's always a few bad apples with those peaceful protests that were going on. A few bad apples that burned down property, made neighborhoods worse, and, and sure as hell wanted to loot and riot and steal, beat, be a mob. We saw some of those those same bad apples again pop their head out, start beating on peaceful people, pepper spraying them in the face. Both sides, bad apples. Then we started seeing crime go up. Right? And then we started seeing fear come out. People doing crazy things in front yards and around in parks. Because everybody's afraid now. Everybody's afraid. Everybody's afraid to say, yes, I am. And everybody's afraid to say, no, I'm not. But that's social unrest for you. But what I am here to tell you that If you get rid of the very thing that enables life to exist in a relatively calm way, so instead of it being one in 10,000 in an arrest, it's going to be one in 100 get killed every arrest. Or it might even be worse than that. We might even reduce ourselves and, and go back to a time where you know what it'll be like? It'll be like (laughs) Battle of the Wilderness, Chickamauga, maybe even Gettysburg if we get lucky, right? Now, one of the things when you start to go back and you start to realize, you know, what is the actual price of freedom, the actual price not some falsely narrated idea of what cost this or what human capital was that or or some type of uh, hodgepodge mishmash of, of what things really meant versus what they actually meant. Man, it's in, it's in those body counts if you really want to know. It's in the body counts, right? 
That's what we keep hearing. It's all in the body counts. It's all in the body counts. How many people died here? How many people died there? What'd they die of? And man, that's been kind of true of, of our entire history, hasn't it? Everybody loves a good body count. Man, do I love that that album. Ice-T, man, God bless you for doing body count. Nothing better than <laughs> cop killer. <laughs> and I love it, man. It made me feel good when I was young. Made me feel good. I got fired up. I don't know why. I never had a bad run-in with a... Well, I did get cuffed and stuff a couple times. A little hard. Actually, I have been put on the ground a few times. But, you know, in each one of those, I probably deserved it. Um, You know? Body count. All right, so let's look at body counts. What, 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 if, can we, oh, wait a minute. I forgot. We need to make sure that we can agree on the numbers because there are people that are going to try and tell, come back at me now and say, listen, listen, we didn't agree on the, on, on the numbers. Which bodies represent what? Which bodies were good deaths? Which bodies were bad deaths? Uh, which ones were racist? Which ones were patriotic? Which ones were this? Which ones were that? I'm here to tell you that a death is a death, isn't it? In some capacity, on some side or some angle or some look through the the prism of, of your lens, at some point you come to the fact that someone died. A, a life was lost. Man, that's unrest is when lots of that is happening. That's not, you, you can't live in that. You can't, you can't uh, utilize the systems that have been created that are in place over the course of a long period of time. Well, not really long in the grand scheme of things, but in particular in, in let's call it uh, post-enlightenment era. And when we went through the age of industrialization, man, modern philosophy, the physics we're experiencing now. Do you realize that we just we got we have a spaceship that looks like a, a Tesla flying into the space right now? Do you realize that? I just gotta give some props that our brother Kiss Cassidy was doing a spacewalk. God bless you, Chris. Love you so much, making us proud. And I can't wait till uh, Johnny Kim gets to get out there and do it. God bless you guys. Thanks for representing the teams, man. Representing yourself. You know what? Represent America. Ah, let's go one step further. Representing humanity. Because when I go back to this core fundamental concept, because we are coming up on 4th of July is what, tomorrow, I think. Yeah, I'm going to release this tomorrow from tomorrow. Oh, that's, that, that's tough. Is, is, man, what does that fundamentally stand for? What were, what was, what is the Declaration of Independence? All men are created equal. And that was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant idea, wasn't it? 
that we actually had some people get together and said, hey, man, you want to concede? Yeah, I'll concede. I'll concede. Yeah, this sounds good. Hey, we don't want to be represented without being represented. We want to bring back some more freedoms to everybody. We want to have... We want to make this thing work. I don't want to be a part of English imperialism anymore, man. They're pretty depressive and depressing, man. I want to out of here. This is a perfect place. A beautiful country. We got these cool neighbors, man. They're teaching us a lot of shit, man. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, here we go. We the people. Oh, by the way, a whole truckload of people have to die to ratify that thing, make that thing reality. In fact, that's what the song's about. Star Spangled Banner for all those who tore him down. And and we did it. We did it. And out of that thing we were born. And and you know, it took us a while to recognize we couldn't get away with our sins anymore. And we had to be addressed. And so uh, we did. We had some brave, brave, brave people come and address this. And uh, we started stacking, stacking bodies again. And that's, that's reality right there. That's how this stuff works. If you're not, if you don't get it, those are the facts. Just go back, get online and you might, God, you're probably going to have to research three or four different sources of the, the history that you're going to read, but it's there. You'll get through it. And, and find out what happened. And I want you, and once you do that, hell, why don't you go, go over to History Channel, watch this beautiful documentary on Ulysses S. Grant. A guy who realized the nature of his sin, and, and after freeing the slave he had, he went and decided to fight a war against other Americans for it. And sacrificed hundreds of thousands of people because of it. Including a black man. That's real, man. And the body count. We shifted again. We shifted. Slaves were freed. Unfortunately, man, that sin right back on us right there. But man, we worked and worked and worked at it because the people that were in charge could figure out how to work together, man. That's the beauty of our political system. That's the way it's set up. And if they don't want to do it, we kick them out and put someone in who will sit down and talk it out. And I'm telling you, you think that the pandemic was bad and you think that the social unrest has been bad and you th- wait till we get to this election, man. Vitriolic, venomous hatred spewing between friends online right now. Between people that try and voice their opinion, their beliefs, and they are being castrated intellectually. They are being castrated economically. They are being castrated so- societally. For having a different opinion. For having a different opinion. I mean, isn't that the fucking foundation of this whole thing? Is our freedom to have an opinion? Our freedom to speak out? But I guess those old, nasty, horrible bastards who started this whole thing, 
they recognize that, you know what, there's no way they're going to be able to keep that in place unless we give them the guns to do it. <laughs> you knew I was going to do it, right? You knew I was going to bring it in. But that's the politics, man. That's where we're at. Think about it. Think about the stuff that is going on in politics right now. Think about the fire there, the insanity, the absolute craziness that's happening. Three years, four years, three years of, of, of attacking this guy, right? Three years, man. Three years tearing him down. Crazy FBI investigation. That's going to be interesting. They're all just wanting to do it a little differently. Yeah, and I, I know he's, he's crude. I know he sometimes don't make you feel loved. But it's hard to love when you don't love yourself, you know? Or some might say if you love yourself too much. But that job can't be easy. You see what it does to human beings as they're in there. And it doesn't really seem like, man, if they if they if any of them do anything and they really shift things around, that things might get really changed up there in Washington. But they don't want to do that. Hell, they're, they're willing to go any way they, they can with this. Up to including potentially risking our health. Well, they are risking our health, aren't they? Our mental health is, is getting shot more and more every day. But man, political debate is the essence of our country. Political debates enable a great exchange of ideas. In order to share each other a better way, a new way, not to castrate each other or condemn each other or to ridicule each other or hate on each other or troll each other or 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 eviscerate or ghost or whatever those all these crazy ass new terms are coming out for destroying each other but man maybe maybe this is what we need maybe that we need this unrest maybe we need everybody to potentially be shaken to our core to realize it's all a lie. It's all this grand lie being perpetrated by the few powerful to destroy the weak. Or maybe it's just a few bad apples sitting in there. And I don't know. All I know that Every time shit like this starts, the body count goes up. You know, one of the people I always like to talk to are, are my, my Jewish brothers and sisters, man. And it's a powerful thing. And I may remember growing up with a, a, a bunch of, of bunch of friends that were Jewish, man. And I remember just going over to their houses and seeing how much they had just family love. 
and most especially remember their grandparents, some of which remember uh, were in the Holocaust. And I think to myself, I think, my God, man, that's oppression right there. To be so focused to fundamentally erase a group of people because of what they believe, what they look like, how they talk, how smart or how dumb they are, to fundamentally erase a group of people because we don't like the look or the sounds because we don't like their ideas, their beliefs, to fundamentally erase a group of people. I mean, genocide. And those are the facts. And those numbers are there. And those stories are there if you want or if you're brave enough to go read them. If you're not, if you just want to sit back and 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 commentate or th- throw bombs or to con- t- keep the fire going or to, you know, uh, 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 scold or chastise or culture cancel or shame or 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 to just, you know, uh, turn your nose up or actually to attack, to beat, to physically hammer the dog snot out of somebody that has a different opinion than you. You better start figuring out if you're ready to stack some bodies. You better think about it because if you're not, there are a lot of human beings that are prepared, who live in that space, who understand what that looks like, who have the intestinal fortitude to go to the next step, the next level. And... And we get further and further away from the pos- the only possibility that we have. And that's to be able to just sit down. Just sit down for a second and calm down. Let that fire burn out. Because you realize that the only way to find the solution And the person that's sitting across from you who wants to slit your throat is to get them to trust and believe that you love them. Man, that's hard. How am I supposed to love my enemy? Man, I don't know. Try and find a resolution make some concessions or have some compassion or some empathy or just stick with the facts that if you don't, you're going to be burying your friends, your family members, yourself, because that's what happens. That's what happens when we return to nursery rhymes and we act like petulant children to one another who attack one another based on nothing at all 
without using our minds and our experience and our wisdom and our technology and our ability to understand the truth. Our ability to think highly, to think in a space and a level that transcends all of this, this archaic, historical, Butchery. It's easy to hack each other up. It's easy to poison one another. It's easy to oppress and chain one another. We've proven that. What's hard is to live with one another. One of the greatest things I saw, man, is someone started posting one of, a scene from one of my favorite movies of all time. And I know I always said to myself, I never wanted to be the guy in a, in a really deep, serious point that quoted a movie. <laughs> but it's the outlaw Josie Wales and I have to do it. And it's the scene where he meets his, he rides out to, to where 10 bears is and they're all sitting there and, and they sit there and they have this discussion and, and Josie Wales, you know, essentially says, man, my word is, is here in my pistol and there in your rifles, you know, uh, that we, Men can live together without butchering one another. And then Ten Mayor says, there's iron in your words for all men to see. Think about that. When the warriors are telling everybody, this is not what you want to do. I'm telling you, when this is not what you want to do, you don't want to keep going down this path. It is not going to serve you well. And if you don't believe I have enough experience, all I got to do is introduce you to a, a few, if not most of my friends that have been overseas. I mean, I have one friend who has nine combat deployments. Friends that have over 500 combat missions. 20 straight years of fighting. This is real. These are the real experts. These are the real experts of what war and killing look like. And they're the real experts who can tell you and what are the outcomes of long-term, drawn-out wars. Just pull your head up and stop blowing underneath that fire to stoke it. Why are you doing that? Pull yourself up, man. Sit, sit up straight. Get in. Dive into the truths that are out there. Don't be just... Don't read one thing and that becomes your doctrine. That's crazy town. You've been blessed with this incredible ability to have faith. Have faith in each other. Because if your faith is that we can't live with one another and your faith is there's always going to be racist, the whole thing's uh, a sham, uh, nobody, where everybody's in for themselves, the Illuminati's real, the deep state, where all oh, it's, I mean, it's this concerted effort for everybody to fuck everybody over it all the fucking time, then yeah, let's go. Let's go. America on fire. Let's fucking do this.
that's that's not gonna work. It doesn't work. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. Think about the healthiest relationships you've ever had in your life. Think about the things that mean the most to you. It's the things that you love. It's the people that you love. And why do you love them? Because they listen to you. Because they care for you. Because they forgive you. Because they uh, deal with your little idiosyncratic behaviors or your your uh, you know strange way you do things or how mean or angry you can be or your addictions or your mental health issues or your propensity for addiction or or your lack of morality or value system or or your incredible ability to help others before yourself or you pulled your bootstraps up and got out of the ghetto whatever it may be man why do we love each other It's because we allow ourselves to feel each other, or at least to feel each other's pain in the context that we can invoke sympathy and empathy and caring and love. <clears throat> this thing called love, man. This thing called love. We need it. We need it now more than ever. If you're fighting with somebody, try and end it. Try and find a middle ground. Try and start the dialogue, no matter how long it takes. You, ha We have no other options. Don't you understand? We have to begin this process immediately. And I hate to fear mong. I hate to do all that stuff. I don't think I need to. All you got to do is look at really any century in history and you're going to say we have a propensity for butchering each other it's the facts those are the facts body counts every every century loves body counts and nature loves a lot of body counts too by the way let's not rule out nature man it's tough to find a space to be positive anything other than love but it's enough. I mean, if you have any faith or belief that God loves you, man, that's a start. Maybe if you're in my boat like I am, I, I'm, I'm incredibly blessed to feel that Christ loved me. It's not your thing. It's not your whatever. As long as you believe that something loves you, then love can live inside you. Then love can help reduce the fire inside you. Love can make you find the pathway, right, through the waters of life to be reborn. That's what love can do for all human beings. Oh, uh, yeah, but, you know, 2% of the population is or, uh, sociopath or psychopathic. You know, they've got about 22%, 15%. I don't know. There are a lot of different things out there. Psychopathic. You know, everybody hates me. I, 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 and you just talk yourself right back into it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm certainly not ignorant to the realities of, of a lifetime of, of, of sin and what that can induce in us. I, I get it. I know. Trust me. But if you, yourself, and that's who all I'm talking to. I'm not talking to the masses. I'm talking to just you. Hopefully you hear me. If you, yourself, improve your love, even just by a percent tomorrow, a percent the next day, 
in a hundred days of expressing yourself with love as your main intention, I'm willing to bet your life is going to be a lot better. I'm willing you're willing to bet that you're going to start looking at this pandemic a lot better. I'm willing to bet you're going to look at the social unrest a lot better. And I pray to God that you look at the political situation we're in a lot better. And that better is just getting out there and vote, but vote in a way where our system works, where we're all together, where those that great document and God we trust, that's where that came from. That we have the ability, it was the recognition of these people through the, the knowledge of God's presence that we have the ability as human beings to be better, to be equal, to love one another, to love each other as we love ourselves, man, that we have that. And that's what the, the declaration and that's what the, the, the constitution is all about to create that space where we can all do that together without butchering one another or at least minimizing it to such a degree that we have some control over it because we can keep sitting down and talking and finding solutions and working through our problems till we can finally get to a pass where we love each other. If you're a fan, I can't thank you enough, man. I hope I hope what I say makes sense. Sometimes I always wonder, but to me it does. <laughs> but I thank you for for listening. I thank you for paying attention. I thank you for your follows and your subscriptions on YouTube and follows on Instagram and all the other places and telling me how much it helps and sending me emails and getting a t-shirt or uh, getting one of the kids books that I've written, you know, here's one on anti-bullying. Here's one on uh, PT. Be a great time to learn how to do these things for your kids. No bullies. Um, you know, maybe if, if you want me to come and speak to your organization, you know, I'm available. Just send us an email. I can do it online. I've got a couple great online presentations available, or I can just work with you guys in any other way to try and help you find a pathway through this thing. If your team out there needs a little boost or pick me up, give me a shout. Send me a note. You know, I'm so blessed. So absolutely blessed to live in America. I am. And I know we aren't perfect. Trust me, I'm not perfect. But guess what? Little secret, nobody is. And I know we have a lot of sin to deal with. And we've been trying. A little bit at a time. But there's always going to be some bad apples. But if we stay vigilant and we love each other and we work to find solutions that help us govern correctly and politely and respectfully and help us get back to that search or that quest to try and live that higher moral level, that place that throughout humanity, throughout history, we've never been able to achieve. 
Because if we don't keep striving for that, if we don't keep going after that, we're just going to start keeping that body count going up and up and up. I want to thank all y'all again. Thank you so much for paying attention. I want to thank, man, all my African-American friends that I've known through the years and everybody that I've been chatting with and man, just thank you. And I, and I hope, I hope we get to a place where you feel as if it's, it's okay. And that we, we can move to a, a place where, where, you know, we don't see race first and foremost. I believe there is. And to all those who are, you know, falling prey to some of these other horrific lies about how societies function and work, man, God bless you. Come on over. Just sit down. Let's have a talk. Let's talk through history and let's talk about what is, are the facts. And then let's go from there and let's talk. And for all those that are struggling with everything, mental health, with the pandemic, with your children, everybody that's lost somebody, Everybody that's just upset, man, I, God bless you. I'm praying for you. Thank you for enduring and driving on and showing others love. I want to thank my, my friends who've kept me going through this thing. And all the people who've been so good to me. All the folks at uh, Amundi Pioneer. Without you guys, man, I would have caved in. And my sponsors, man. I'll say a little something about my sponsors after I get off here. Um, but, man, without Ready Wise and on it, again, you saved me. Thank you. I appreciate it. And all the people out there that are paying attention and all, just all the people that are at least talking out there, thank you, that are trying to have discussions. I did it on Facebook. I presented something, and I really want to try and find some rational ideas all together. We come up with some some strategic things and we start listing them out. We go through this process no matter how long it takes and we keep summarizing and saying this, okay, we agree on that. This is, and I'm doing this and I'm going to do a show about it as soon as I figure out whether it's possible or not. And I believe it is. So thank you. Everybody's following on, on at team frog logic on social media. Thank my family. Thank my children, man. It's been tough conversations. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for allowing us to talk through this and what it means, what equality means, what our history says. Thank you. And thank you, Jonna, and my parents. My parents, man, thanks for being there. Thank you, Jonna, for just sitting and listening and talking with me for hours and hours on end. And, yeah, I, I, I talk a lot at home, too. But thank you. Without you, my thoughts would just be jumbled. Or they want to go towards one side. The side that I know is the side I go to when I'm afraid. I'm afraid to open my mind and to think new things. I'm afraid to have faith in God's plan, God's desires, and God's will upon us all. And our ability to, and our will to work with each other and to love each other. I want to thank Christ and thank God for teaching me that. For showing me the way. Without that, I, I wouldn't be here. I know that. I would have stayed on a lost path, painful path. 
Man, I hope everybody's enjoyed the show. It's been a tough one. It's been on my mind for about two weeks and trying to say what I was going to do, what I was going to say. But I, I hope I said enough. I hope I got you thinking. If not, and I just exacerbated and I stoked your fire, I'm sorry. I love you. I want to work with you. I want to I want to find a way. God bless you. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed that show. I hope everybody got a lot out of it. It was certainly uh, not an easy show for me to get through, but it's something I felt compelled to say. And, man, again, you know, a lot of this, it's just coming from my heart, and I hope you understand. And uh, as I said in the beginning, I, I just really want to thank, uh, you know, the people who've been there for me, especially my sponsors, and I want to thank Onnit. Uh, if you're into supplements and you want to help boon your, boost your immune system right now, then this is absolutely the place you want to go. Uh, go over to Onnit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T.com. And you're going to check out all different types of supplements, uh, fitness stuff, apparel, uh, training they've got there, the total human uh, uh, packages, these day and night things I've been taking for months now. Awesome. Uh, including my favorite thing that I take is Alpha Brain, uh, the world-renowned neurotropic supplement, uh, which supports memory, focus, cognitive processing speed, your mental alacrity. I mean, this is the, the great way to keep your day, to keep your focus all throughout your day, especially as you're dealing with all these significant mental health issues that we're seeing uh, from pandemics to social unrest to economic to political, man, Alpha Brain will help keep you in the game. Um, so uh, head on over to uh, onnit.com, that's O-N-N-I-T.com. And, and check out the incredible things they have. And just thank you so much on it for being uh, uh, supportive of me and my message and, and really trying to find the best within the human condition uh, and how do we optimize people at its at its height, man. And uh, you certainly find that over at onnit.com. The other one uh, I, I definitely want everybody to check out uh, is uh, ReadyWise. Um, ReadyWise, uh, formerly known as WideWise Company, uh, is now rebranded as ReadyWise. Uh, that's ReadyWise.com. Uh, man, I love this organization. Uh, I love what they're doing. Uh, it's freeze-dried food, uh, food preparedness. Uh, and, man, I'm telling you, if you want to be prepared for the next major pandemic, the next lockdown, uh, all of the others, if social unrest or so social revolution has got you in a panic, Man, that reduce that panic. Uh, drop it down a little by being prepared. Go over to readywise.com. They're having a massive Independence Day sale, 25% off everything they have. Uh, you know, and this is big. And if probably if you put in there and and you put in my promo code of FrogLogic, uh, you could get substantial savings going. So head over there this weekend. Go get yourself one month, six month, one year, at least at least three months of food for not only you, but your family members too. Uh, about 2,000 calories a day is what you need. And they have great, these stackable canisters that, that are easy to store. And it will take that worry down, man. Uh, so if the next time, uh, you know, food stores close, supermarkets close, uh, we get into a predicament, at least you know you'll be able to feed your family until it ends, all right? Uh, so get over there, and they've got this incredible camping uh, selection as well, too, uh, in stock, uh, ready to go. Um, 
Uh, this place, and I've, listen, I've tried, I've been eating MREs for years and other companies out there. This company, it tastes great. It tastes phenomenal. Uh, and it lasts forever, 25 year, uh, uh, shelf life. And man, I'm telling you, this is what you're going to do. So, you know, when you, when you think about, uh, you know, long-term emergency food supplies, if you've got it, man, get on over there, get 25% off, put in my promo code froglogic, another 25% off, man, you cannot beat these deals. Think about it. If you're going to buy long-term, uh, emergency food storage at, uh, huge prices of, of $3,100, if you can take 50% off, that's massive. So listen, Get over there now, readywise.com. Uh, they are working around the clock to fulfill orders uh, and ease that suffering. Make yourself prepared uh, and get and tell them Frog Logic, promo code Frog Logic. All right, that's readywise.com. Also, uh, if you want, head on over to our, our website at teamfroglogic.com. Pick yourself up some cool Frog Logic gear, hats, t shirts. Um, you know, some books. I've got some great books for kids. I've got my book on self confidence. Um, really powerful stuff. Um, you know, it, it's just, uh, there's so many incredible, uh, things out there, uh, uh, people that you can support. And I'm just so blessed that these people have supported me and my message. Uh, and I thank all of you once again, I uh, just can't thank you enough. Uh, and I want to end this show, uh, with a song. My future brother-in-law just put out his name's, uh, um, he might not want me to tell his name anyways. Uh, it's really a beautiful song. Uh, I really think you ought to just put this on let it play out it's one of the most soothing common songs i've heard uh it's a really beautiful beautiful uh arranged song that he did um and i i just it's called trip to the ocean uh by my future brother-in-law and man it's just beautiful so enjoy and listen and and also stay safe everybody at this fourth of july I uh, just want to, you know, tell you how much what we have at stake and just really believe in what, what, what America represents and try and get to the center. Let's all talk it through, but get out there this weekend and appreciate your freedom, appreciate the democracy we live in, uh, and celebrate with your family and friends and, and just have a, a safe, happy and health, healthy for 4th of July. All right, Jared, go ahead, brother. Love you.